Hello, and welcome to this edition of Mobility Value Podcast. I'm Scott Shapiro, a principal in the KPMG Employment Tax Practice, and I'm here today with John Montgomery, my fellow partner in the practice. We work exclusively in the area of federal, state, and local payroll taxation. In the current environment, that is to say people working almost anywhere but in their regular office, has created an incredible disruption in many aspects of life as well as tax. As everyone listening here is likely aware and probably participating in, employees have been forced in mass to leave the comforts of their office and work from home, a parent's house, a sibling's house, really anywhere but their regular office. At the outset, this might have seemed to be an unfortunate short-term result of COVID-19. But as the days have stretched into weeks and the weeks have stretched into months, and for many, this may continue far longer, questions have begun to grow with respect to how work-from-home employees should be treated with respect to the taxation of their compensation. And ultimately, it's up to their employers to get it right as best they can. For the past few months, a lot of organizations have been in reaction mode. The main focus has been accounting for all their employees, making sure everyone is safe, and that there was as much work and continuity as possible. There's been lots of conversation on COVID-19 and talk about four distinct phases, reaction, resilience, recovery, and ultimately the new reality. Certainly many organizations are still in the reaction phase, but now the conversation has has progressed somewhat. John, what do you see as some of the considerations that organizations are working through now in terms of payroll taxation? Thanks, Scott. As organizations adapt to a work-from-home model, there have been numerous issues for them to consider, which have included, in the current environment, how long may the work-from-home model last? And in a future state, does work-from-home continue either full-time or are employees in and out of the office in a hybrid approach? Determining the length of at-home work in the current environment has been a struggle as states are opening at different times and often an organization's offices are not reopening on that state timeline and in the future, the openings may be gradual. In addition, a review of current state tax laws, temporary COVID-19 regulations, and new legislation for how to properly source wages and withhold taxes for employees working in new locations. Many organizations are trying to determine if previous telecommuting regulations and convenience of the employer tests in a few states are applicable in the current environment. How long do the temporary COVID-19 regulations remain in place? And do organizations need to make changes to employee work locations? And should they do that now, in the near future, or wait until further guidance is issued from taxing authorities? And lastly, how do these changes affect our employees? And what information and communication should we be providing to them? And do we want to issue a corporate policy for all employees or just make changes as requested? Also, John, KPMG has hosted numerous tax watch calls and share forums across the country over the past several weeks. Are are there any key themes or takeaways emerging from those sessions? In our discussions with organizations, there have been a number of recurring questions and themes. Um, A few examples include whether states are issuing legislation to provide guidance to employers on the tax considerations of having a work-from-home workforce, For the most part, the answer is not yet. Although many states have provided temporary regulations related to this topic, we are still in a wait and see mode for any new tax regulations. The second key theme is we have employees that have temporarily relocated to a country or a state that is different than their normal state of residence. And do we as an employer need to determine where they are performing those services? Organizations are reviewing their current processes and procedures for tracking employee locations 
And for those that do not, what can be implemented to know where the employees are currently working? Lastly, how do I update an employee's information in our payroll system and work with our payroll provider to effectuate these changes? As an example, I have many clients that have asked us about employees who lived and worked in New York, which has a convenience of the employer test for wage sourcing and withholding on employees that reside in another state and work from home, but have now temporarily moved to Florida during COVID-19, and the company isn't registered to do business or report payroll in that state. Thanks, John. These items seem to be fairly payroll-centric, meaning they're focused on the, the state employment tax aspect of the issue. What about non-payroll tax concerns? Sure, Scott. There are certainly a number of non-payroll related issues organizations need to consider as employees now work in different countries and states. Many of our clients are reviewing a number of these issues, such as, do I have any permanent establishment issues and corporate nexus in various new countries and states where we have never engaged in business before, but as a result of having employees performing services from a home location? The answers to this need to be reviewed on a country by country and state by state basis. As we mentioned before, there are numerous temporary COVID-19 regulations around corporate nexus that should be reviewed, along with pre-COVID-19 regulations that may still affect the determination on this topic. Also, does an employer need to register in these additional taxing jurisdictions for a multitude of tax types, including corporate tax, sales tax, and property tax, in addition to the payroll considerations? And what kind of systems do I need to have in place or do I need to consider establishing to know where my employees are so that I can review all of the potential non-payroll tax considerations in that jurisdiction? So, so it sounds like there are a number of barriers to compliance and, and even barriers to companies being able to make decisions in these cases. Uh, some of this is, is for organizations internally. Some are based upon tax authority positions, which, which have been expressed or maybe even haven't been noted yet. So, based upon the organizational limitations that, or, that companies have, as well as the, the outside components of this, what are some of the next steps options for organizations to consider? The next steps on the future state are really about planning for different scenarios. Many organizations are tracking and reviewing current guidance and watching for legislative initiatives as to what any new tax regulations may look like. However, while waiting for more guidance, organizations are planning for and reviewing the implications on scenarios of leaving their pre-COVID-19 tax footprint intact without any changes or based upon what we know about employee locations right now. If we do expand our tax footprint to all of these taxing jurisdictions where employees are located, how does that change our compliance requirements and what systems and processes do we need to implement to be ready for this change? Obviously, tax is not the only consideration here. The review and approach is really bringing together many different groups within an organization that are also looking at when offices will reopen, how and at what capacity they reopen, and will some employees come back to the office full-time, on a flex schedule, or potentially not come back to the office at all. Organizations are also making sure to keep employees up to date on new or potential changes to taxation and responding to employee questions about taxation changes based upon where they are currently providing services. John, thanks for joining me today to discuss these issues. If we go back to the beginning of March, I don't think we could have imagined that the last few months would have turned out the way they did. And it's really a big question, Mark, as to how the next couple of months will continue to play out. But I do think organizations, while still reacting, 
are in or entering the resilience phase and starting to look at some of the longer-term aspects of what all this means. If I think back to some of the discussions of the past year or two, there was some focus around allowing a workforce to more actively choose where they work from, whether it's home, alternative locations, and then what does that mean from an organizational perspective and some of the other legal and tax implications that follow. And look where we are now, fast-tracked and forced into it, uh, and companies are somehow figuring a lot of this out. Yes, hopefully most of this is most of this is a temporary situation, but we don't know how long that temporary uh, may be, and we we're now entering a new reality that we have to confront. So, with that last thought, I'd like to close this session of Mobility Review Podcast by thanking our audience for joining us again today. You'll find links to our COVID nineteen information page in the online description of this recording. In future episodes, we'll continue to address the top-of-mind issues of interest to our listeners. In the meantime, we'd love to hear from you. If you have thoughts on today's episode or ideas for future episodes, please send an email to us-taxwatch at kpmg.com.